the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, learning to buy and sell cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you. I hope you're having a great Saturday morning. Let's take it to the Lord, dear Heavenly Father. We come before you and we give you the praise and the glory for a great day, a great country, and for knowing how great you are in our lives. Bless us, lead us, guide us, touch us. Help us to learn and grow and understand exactly what you have in our life. I know you want to prosper us and not harm us, and I give you the praise and the glory for this ministry that you blessed me with because it's your ministry, not mine, and I ask in Jesus' name. I pray. Amen. I tell you, everybody, it's just so much going on in the car business. It's I could have hours and hours to tell you what's going on. And it's going to get worse. Not better, but worse. But uh, due, to, due to the blessings that the Lord's blessed me with, and I love 2 Corinthians, if anybody is in Christ, he is a new creature. And the old has gone. Behold, all things have become new. And that's me. Um, I wear this shirt with a 57 Chevrolet on it. Facebook, if you're watching Facebook, you'll see the 57 in Corinthians because one of my favorite shirts because of what the changes in my life have seen. But you know what's amazing to me? is the changes that I've seen in the car business. From mom and pop to billionaires owning dealerships. And one's not enough, a bunch of them. And there's lots of dealerships that are owned by the same person. I'm talking about 60, 70, 80, and they want 100 more. Don't you know that's a cash cow if they want to buy that much. And so um, we, we I've been working so much with the Bible trying to understand exactly what it pertains to today and how we look at ourselves and how we understand and how we look outside the box and how we see what's coming at us. And I feel so sorry for the customers nowadays because you're not mentally, physically, and spiritually ready for the battle that you're about to have when you walk into a car dealership. F&I departments have exploded. They're looking for new ways to make more money. They're now looking at uh, doing the F&I department on the computer where they'll have somebody that they pay an hourly wage to walk you through it. They think they can make more money that way. Plus, the owners can get rid of those F&I people that make fifteen, twenty thousand a month. They want them out of their life because that's with four of them there and, a, and usually a director. You're looking at possibly fifty to a hundred thousand a month in savings in overhead. Overhead is exploded. Um, you know the greed has exploded. Never enough. You know, thinking of yourself all the time, what does selfishness do in your purchases? What does it do? Does it does it just focus on you? Or do you ever feel like you're the only person in the world? Or do you feel like you're the only one that uh, has an opinion? You know, that's the problem with the what's going on in the news in the society today. They love their opinion more than they love anything else. They worship their opinion more than anything else. The problem is, is when you've got that mindset that it's all about you, you're going to try to reward yourself. You're going to try to do things that focus just on it. 
Let me take a break here, and I'm going to give you the phone number here. Please call in. There's no dumb questions. I won't embarrass you. 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. Love to talk to you. There's no dumb questions. Lots of times what happens is when you ask a question, it's, it's helping somebody else. Or it opens their mind for something that they hadn't thought of. Uh, I had a lot of calls last week from people saying, what you talked about is exactly what I'm going through, exactly what I'm looking at, trying to figure out what to do. And this is a battle. I mean, we never talk about loss of value. You know, and everybody gets excited about getting a new automobile. And it's just an object. It's just a means of transportation. But we get so excited thinking about it. I've rewarded myself. I love helping myself. I love having it. You know, and we get so excited about owning it. And honestly, I got excited. Uh, Some people have been in our lives for 15, 16 years, 16 or 17 years. Uh, Me, mom, people is what my son calls them. I bought a truck from him. We, he's had it for sale. His health is not as like it should be. He doesn't need it right now. And he's owned this truck for a long time. I enjoy finding a vehicle, and this is a 2001 GMC truck, that has been well taken care of, looks like new, drives like new, low miles, and I get kind of excited about it. But not like what people get excited when they see a brand-new vehicle. They think it's going to keep its value forever. They think this is the best thing in the world. They get behind the wheel, and what do they do? Usually the first stop sign, you see another one like it. Somebody else has got one. We, do we, do we, the pride keeps us wanting something nobody else has got. What does pride do to you in your purchases? You know, we let pride control our emotions. You know, a prideful look, and pride ties in with this, the pride will keep you from admitting need. Think about that a second. You don't need any help. You don't need anybody. You're, you're the center of the world. The, everything revolves around you. Pride will keep you from learning, from growing and understanding, and admitting you need help, admitting, admitting need. Hey, I, I walked these shoes. I talk about pride. It was my God at one time. My opinion was my God at one time. And now I give my two cents, and I don't care if you take it, live it, agree with it, or whatever. That's fine with me. But sometimes pride will control your life so much that you're the only one in it. Oh, you're hurting my feelings. You know, you don't love my car. You know, I talk about the guys that get out. We've got a guy that drives a a Maserati at our church. And used to, when I went in at the sermon, he came in about the same time, and he'd He'd get out, and he'd look around and see if somebody's looking at him getting out of this automobile. Is that pride? You bet it's pride. He wants to let let everybody know he's got a Maserati. I always prayed for him that it didn't break down because, let me tell you something, I've seen a lot of those cars with a lot of problems, and they're not cheap to fix. Motor's 25000 in certain units when it goes down. You know, that's that's the problem. We don't research hard enough. You know, we look for a TV, and we'll, we'll search, and we'll go over ads and reviews and Internet, and we'll just work ourselves so hard to buy a TV. And we're talking about nowadays five, six, eight hundred most of the time, or maybe twelve hundred. And we're going to get the use out of it, and we know it's not going to be worth nothing, but we're not talking about a lot of loss of money. But I mentioned a vehicle last week that the owner paid 75000 
and we paid 27000 And it was a 15. He had it two and a half years. Lost $50,000, not counting after-tax money and everything else. See, we don't think about the future. What we pay today, what will it be worth in three, four, five years with the miles we're putting on? Are you getting your money's worth? Have you, is that loss of value a thrill to you, or is it acceptable to you? Has the car business got us to accept big losses? And it is fine, and it's normal, and it makes you happy. I don't say I'd make you happy. So you've got to understand the loss of value that these vehicles can bring and the trouble and the hiccups. I've got some people looking for a certain transmission on a certain car, and there's none available, and you can't rebuild them, and a new one's 8000 so what do you do? Do you junk the car? Do you part it out? You know, you're sitting there with something you still got payments on, and you can't fix it, you can't drive it. You know, we need to invest in the future, invest in what's right for us. Invest in retirement. You know, you, you see these numbers all the time, how so many people can't retire. Why? Because of the choices we make with our money. I keep trying to explain to everybody is that the time we put in and work is gone forever. We collect that money. We use that money. And that that time is gone. And, you know, when you get to my age, you think about all the wasted time that we had. And that's working so hard to buy something that loses so much money. That's why car dealers look like, and they do well, they don't get ripped off by other car dealers. They know the game. They know the system. They know the game plan. They know what, how we keep score in the, in the business by your money. Remember, I'm going to give you my phone number at the second half of the show, so get pen and paper. Be ready to write my, my mobile number down, and I give it out on all my shows. And also remember... At 1 o'clock today, 11.60 a.m. This show will be replayed at at 1 p.m. today, 11.60, just in case you want somebody to listen to it. Uh, And pretty soon we're hoping to get more power to spread this station way, way beyond the the boundaries they have now. But think about 11.60 at 1 1 p.m. today. Give us a call here at 210-340-340. 9585, if you have any kind of questions, want to talk about anything. And then also the second half of the show, make sure you have pen and paper ready to get my mobile number, just in case you want to sell me something, just like me, my people's truck. I bought it. It had been for sale for a while. And when I got in it yesterday, the gasoline, I believe, is a little old. I think due to the gasoline and him not driving it much the last few years, uh, Kind of dirtied up the injectors. So I put Behrman's B12 transmission fluid in. I've been driving it the last two days. I've got it where it runs good. But do you appreciate something that somebody's taking care of? But are you taking care of your objects, your possessions? You know, it's it's ours. We need to take care of it. It's your money, your hard-earned money. That's why you need to go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. I've bought lots of cars this week off of the listeners. Bought a 232,000-mile Explorer. Gentleman been trying to sell it. Family been trying to sell it. Not much luck at it. Looks like I'm going to get a 200,000-mile Honda Pilot. So I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. So keep that in mind. Uh, I buy the good cars. Uh, trying to buy a Cadillac Escalade. And sometime I do need to talk about Lemon Law buybacks. You know, it's kind of funny about a Lemon Law buyback. I've never bought a bad one, and I've owned a bunch of them. And here's a 16 Escalade Cadillac, and the people are trying to trade it, and it was a Lemon Law buyback. And you buy those quite a bit cheaper. But, you know, some people... And this is what happens most of the time. 
get buyer's remorse. Number one, 85% of the people who walk into the dealership buy something they don't intend to buy, and that's the manufacturers and the dealerships, new car dealerships, Figures, not Randy Adams, their figures, 85% of the people. So people walk in and they get sold on something that they don't really want or didn't intend to buy. So they walk in and they buy this unit and they look for a reason to not own it. They want to blame it on somebody else. You know, they, they wasn't prepared when they walked in. They didn't go to learn to buy and sell cars.com, get mentally, physically, and spiritually ready, walk through my service, which is free, learn to buy and sell cars.com, getting you set up and prepared in a, in a way. This is the basics. Now, I'm writing, I've wrote a book that goes to that next level. Of course, the book I'm on right now, I haven't taken it to publishing yet. There's two or three different options, and we're looking at that. And then this next book's going to get deeper. And honestly, I think I've got six, seven books in me. We're going to get deeper and deeper how you mentally, physically, and spiritually be ready on your next purchase. Because this is the worst investment you can make in your lifetime. I mean, we've talked about people, and I'm seeing more and more people who have a car... Car payments all their life. And they're making payments, and they finally get paid for, and they pay $30,000 for a car. Now it's worth five or 6000 What do they do? They go buy them another one. Well, guess what? That five or $6,000 investment that you've got sitting there that you own, that's about profit most of the time these dealers will take off of you. So now you've traded your car away free for profit on the new one that you're going to make payments on, and you hope it's worth something time you get through making payments. And now the car dealers are all putting on. You never, there, Here's a sales point on leasing right now. Well, you know, you never really own a car. You know, you've been making payments for months and months and months, but you never really own a car. You get through paying it three, four, five years, and you still owe two, three years, and then you buy another one. So you never own that car. You keep making payments. Why don't you lease? Well, I I was talking to a guy that works for me. His daughter had been leasing, and she's got a good job. She's, She's single. She don't want to fool with all of that. And her dad finally said, let me help you buy your next vehicle because she'd been making all this. Let me tell you something. They make more money on a lease than they do when they sell you a car. Plus, there's no gamble to it. They're going to penalize you on miles because is a car worth more if it's 20,000 miles or 80,000 miles? So when you bring it back, if it's got 80,000 miles on it, are they going to gamble on what the market's going to be on an 80,000-mile car? No. They're going to penalize you where it's their advantage. And then I get a man who brings in a, a 15 Chrysler here a couple of months ago that had 6,000 miles. And he's an older gentleman. He's about 80. He was a successful businessman around town. And he wanted a new car. So they talked him into a lease. He had 6,000 miles on a 15 Chrysler. And he was about to turn it back in, so he brings me. He said, "What's it worth?" I said, "I'll give fifteen thousand for it." He said, "Well, I think the residual is twelve thousand." So he goes down there and tells them he wants to buy it. And they said, "Oh no, this is the type of lease that you can't buy the vehicle." I think they lied to him. They wanted to sell that car <clears throat> and be in a, one of their products, and in that situation, they could get twenty thousand dollars on that vehicle. I could have got I could have made some money I can't get I can't get what new car dealers can get for their vehicles. They set that unit down there with 6,000 miles compared to a new one. Don't take no window sticker off. Show them the window sticker and show them that they can buy this car for $20,000. You know, the real market on the car was 16 or $17,000 for the car. So they can compare. That's how they get down there with those low-mileage cars, and they make a lot of money on them. And, see, this gentleman didn't get his money's worth out of that car. He only put 6,000 miles on that car in three years. And, you know, come to find out, he had another car. So he had two cars, not driving much, not getting the use out of much, when all he needed was one. So this gentleman... 
has paid a lot of money for three years on a lease, and the dealer is one that's going to make all the money on it. See, they make more money on a lease. What does Dave Ramsey say? Never lease a car. That's what Dave Ramsey says. And most dealerships love making that big money on that. So there, we've got so much to talk to. I'm sorry I'll jump around, but I'm trying to get everybody's questions answered. I get so many emails with questions, so many calls, so many opportunities to talk to so many people. And uh, we love doing it. I mean, 95% of my business right now is giving back to the community, giving an education. We sell some cars. I found a lady in the Edge uh, this week, a 17 Edge, exactly what she wanted. Real nice car at a great savings. Um, sold several trucks to people, found the trucks that they needed. Got some people coming in this morning on another truck, exactly what they needed. I've got so many calls, and that's part of my business. But 95% of it is teaching you, being your mentor, getting you to understand what the game plan is with these dealerships. And that's why I'm working so much harder with the Bible to get it where it's integrated. So you'll understand that even though it was written two and 3,000 years ago, People are still the same. Now, there wasn't cars in the Bible back then, but I guess they got sandals and, and, and donkeys. But it's still being able to understand your emotions. You know, 50 years ago, 40 years ago, 30 years ago, dealerships cared about you, cared about retaining the business, cared about you coming back. And the owners who were standing there, Think about this a minute. You could walk into a dealership and talk to the owner. How many places can you walk in and talk to the owner now? Very, very few. There's a few mom-and-pop dealerships, but most of the time it takes you 17 calls to get to the secretary to talk to the owner, and they wouldn't give their phone number out. They wouldn't talk to you. They wouldn't give you advice. Oh, I'm a buddy of the owner. Well, big deal. You remember what I've told you over the years. You got to make money on your friends because your enemies don't come around. Well, that's the way it is. That's why it's so important to get friendly salespeople because they put that sugar coating on like they're your friend. And, oh, you're just going to love them, and they're there to help you, and they want the best for you, and they're not making any money. Well, some of these dealerships I got in these for, the salespeople aren't making much money. They've cut. The overheads got so high, they've cut, cut, cut. And that's why I'm talking about cutting the F&I people out, doing a uh, computer program, having somebody walk you through it, and they think that they can slide lots of lots of profit by walking you through it and letting you jump on and having the answers, every answer to every question that you have. This business is a dog-eat business, and it's going to get worse because overhead continues to go up and prices continue to go up. I mean, I'm I'm looking at a lot of... Mercedes and BMW, they're 150,000. New trucks are going to go to 100,000. When's it going to stop? Is it ever? Hey, and salvage is salvage. What's that worth? I bought a Lincoln, got hit in the back, no airbags deployed, 21,000 miles in 2012. You know, parts department wanted 15,000 to fix it. I fixed it for 3,800. Ignacio Garcia, my body man, did an awesome job. And uh, it's like new. My guys can't believe how nice it is, how wonderful it is. And it's it's like a new car. But, you know, a light hit doesn't hurt them, and we've got ways of fixing them. So you got to understand light hits, big hits. you got to understand what cars are worth, low miles, high miles. you got to be ready for every angle, and there's a million different questions. That's why we give this phone number out, 210-340-9585. Get your pen and paper. I'll give you my mobile number, and we'll be right back in a minute. Thank you, Barry. Thank you, Baron. Thank you, Michael, for letting me on this wonderful station. 
kslr.com, the word in San Antonio. God bless everybody out there. Hey, call somebody, text somebody to tune us in. We've got 30 minutes left. God bless you. We'll be right back. Thanks to you, San Antonio and South Texas, 2017 was another successful year at North Park Toyota of San Antonio. Hi, this is Merle Gothard, General Manager of North Park Toyota of San Antonio, and you too can take advantage of our better bottom line posted pricing on over 750 available new and pre-owned Toyotas. We research the market, and then we post our lowest price on every car, truck, and SUV every day. Then we back that price with sales and service excellence from the only dealer in Texas to earn Toyota's President's Award nine years in a row. No games, no gimmicks, just our better bottom line posted price. And remember, we don't mark them up just to mark them down. Our market-based posted pricing, the financing you deserve, and full market value for your trade-in, and our attention to customers' needs have made North Park Toyota a dealer that delivers. Come see how we deliver the North Park way at North Park Toyota of San Antonio, I-35 South Exit 144 Fisher Road, and 24 hours a day at NorthParkToyota.com. We'll be back with more of Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Now back to Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. for tuning in again. God bless you. Also, uh, my phone number, my mobile number, if you'd like to talk to me, is 830-708-4789. Love to talk to you. Keep trying. Sometimes I get so many phone calls, it's unbelievable. But just in case I don't call you back that day, keep trying, keep calling, and keep leaving the message. God tell gentlemen that I misplaced phone numbers. I mean, I get so many calls during the day that it runs off my phone. And uh, he's wanting to explore for his wife, and he's got a Bronco to trade. And uh, so, and that's what I recommended. So anyway, so, but Go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. Follow the easy process. I want to buy your car. I want to make an offer on it so you know where you stand, what it's worth, what you should do. Trade it in, sell it to me. Know what to ask for it. Uh, several people I'm always uh, working with that want to try to sell it on their own, and then they call me later, and I end up buying it. So, you know, that's the key to what's going on. Know what your car's worth. So go to learn to buy and sell cars.com, describe the car to me, and I'd like to buy your car. Now, also go to learn to buy and sell cars.com, and I'm going to run through this, but it's on the internet. If you have any questions, be sure and give me a call. And go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. And easy process. First off, go get FTC.gov. Go to FTC.gov. FTC.gov, get your credit score. Look at your credit. Dial it up. Thank you, Barry. And get it dialed up and see what what you, what to do next. Look at your credit. See if there's any mistakes on it, anything that needs to be cleared up, anything that needs to be taken care of, so you've got your credit straightened up. Then go talk to your bank credit. You can talk to a bunch of them. And if they match up, big deal right now with the the dealerships, about half of them won't tell you what your credit is. Oh, we've got your finance, your payments, this, that, and the other. And they don't tell you, and they tattoo you for 10 to 15% interest. I've got a small-time dealer that finances cars, and his brother-in-law's got super, he's super rich, and they got plenty of money. And everybody walks in, they finance the cars there. And here's the key. Nobody ever asked the interest rate. People with excellent credit, they charge them 15% interest. Unbelievable. He said in the last four or five years, they've had three people ask what the interest rate is. 
Everybody needs to know your in, what the interest rate is. I can't believe people do that, but it happens. And big-time independent used car dealers around town, same way. They make a lot of money on interest because people don't ask. But you need to know what your interest rate is, what you deserve, what your credit deserves. Now, I've got a new finance company that I'm tied in with, and we're selling vehicles, and they finance just about anybody. And they're fair with with their rates. And, of course, I want to be fair with the price. But, you know, we've got to make money, and what man makes breaks. But if your credit is slow, bad, or whatever, give us a call. There's some great opportunities. And this is a billion-dollar company. What do you do with money when you're a billionaire? You finance cars because you don't. what else can you do with it right now? So if your credit's bad or you got family members bad, bad credit, give me a call. I'll see what we can do for you. So now that you've cleaned up your credit, now it's time to talk to your uh, your uh, mechanic, talk to parts houses, talk to everybody, talk to your body shop. You know, what body parts are. If I'm in an accident or something happens, uh, what's high? Hey, Mercedes parts are high, Lexus parts are high. You know, a lot of other parts are cheap. You know, I went into a, a parts house here a while back. We'd sold a car, and it had a check engine light and needed a part. I walked in there, and I said, do y'all have this part? Oh, yeah, we have that part. We sell a lot of those. And the good news is it's easy to fix, and it's cheap. So, you know, that's that's worth something. And so after you get through, take it, take it with everybody. Find the type of vehicle you want to buy. Know what fits your budget. Know, talk to your banker. Know how much you're going to pay in interest and how long you're going to pay. So after you've got all that written up, figured out, then you start shopping. You know what your trade's worth. You know what everything. So spend time. You know, you spend time look, researching the TV. You should spend 20 times more researching a car. Why? Because a TV's a thousand, a car's 20,000. Now, if you're buying an $80,000 car, maybe you need to, to go 80 times as much. So you got to remember, we'll get back with this. Hello, we have a caller online, Jimmy. Thank you for calling. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Okay. I um I called you earlier, um a few weeks back, but I I'm interested in a Toyota Tacoma extend, you know, with like a back seat. They have to have back right. Seats. So that's a four door. Yeah, four door, a white one. Right. And I have a 2010 Hyundai that I paid off already. Right. And it's been paid off for three years. It still runs good and everything. Right. How many miles on? So, Oh, it has 118,000. Okay, well, it's got some life left to it. Plenty of life. Yeah. That's good. I change the oil all the time. Great. You got to take care of them. I put synthetic oil in it. That's great. This Texas heat, I think it holds up better. Yes. Um, so, but I'm not looking for a new Tacoma. Tacoma. I'm looking for... Uh, well, the new ones have jumped up. They used to, you could buy one of those things cheaper than anything around. Now, they do have brand new ones for twenty five nine, but they're basic units, which is fine with me. But they oh, do. yeah, that's fine with me, too. You know, and let me tell you something. You're talking about right now, 11 or 12 is 20000 So if you'll look at the interest rate, what you can buy a new one for, you go to one of the big credit unions and get your interest rate where it should be. And then work the dealer and make sure that when you go in the F&I department, you look at every line on that contract, making sure that the dealership will not add something. That, I had a good dealership the other day add $925 dealer reserve on a customer because he's paying cash. That's ridiculous. They, he said, what's yeah. this for? And they said, because... You're paying cash. We can't make any money on the F and I apartment. So you got to be mentally, physically, spiritually ready for a battle, even in the F and I department. Even after you've got the price down where it should be, that you've shopped everybody. And a, another customer walked into a, a, another dealership. In fact, it's a Tacoma dealership, and they had added eighteen hundred and eighty dollars for pinstripes, floor mats, and sealants, which is wax or sealants. The floor mat should be free and a $15 pinstripe. And so he didn't pay that. He walked out. 
You know, of course, they call later saying, oh, we're going to take that off because they want to sell the unit. Now they're, you know, it's going to be a battle to go inside. So there, there's so many different angles that these dealers are going. Very few dealers will tell the truth and treat you right. And there's a few of them. I've, I deal with those dealers that tell the truth. And so, uh, you know, be prepared. If, you know, if you're going to buy a new one, give me a call. I'll, I'll help work with you. I've got dealership that does sell new ones. But finding a used one's not easy, and let me tell you something. You take a 0809, even with 150,000 miles, they're still bringing 10, 11, 12,000. They're the best vehicle, in my opinion, for keeping the value. And I've seen it over the years, and it should be the same. But they do have some some stripped-down units, which are fine with me, and they're 25.9. I've noticed that lately. And so you have any at your lot? No, I don't. And we wholesale oh. them. And honestly, they, you know, we get them, and we get them with a lot of miles. But people don't turn them loose either. The people that buy Tacomas like them. They don't have problems with them. And they keep driving them. And you'll see a bunch of them with 120 to 180,000 miles. A good friend of mine, Richard, who's an engineer, said, you know, I'm thinking about buying me a new Tacoma. And I said, that's fine, but you're going to get one loaded up, and you're going to be past 30000 real easy. Oh, and I, no, I don't want that. Yeah, and, well, they're thirty four, thirty five thousand. you put any ginger on them. And yeah. so I said, but here's the problem, Richard. You're Tacoma, and I know you didn't pay but 26000 new. It's a twelve. I said, and it's still worth twenty today, twenty one. But let me tell you something. You're going to you know, buy a new one. And yours will keep value. You can drive it another two or three years, and it'll still be worth fifteen, sixteen thousand. He takes care of his units are really nice, so they're the best investment if you need a smaller truck, and they're a little bigger than they used to be. And if you want one that you're going to keep ten years, yes. But I'll be glad. Yeah, to I'm just looking for a simple model. That's yeah, good. and I agree. You know, I mean, the truck I'm driving today I bought from the gentleman in New Brunswick is a 01 Chevrolet with 63,000 miles. Looks like new, drives like new. It's been taken care of, you know, and it, and it's a simple truck. Uh, and But when the more ginger you put on it, yeah, it looks great, but there's more things also a little bit more that can go wrong with them, too. But Yeah, well, my mom can't get into those high trucks. So. Right. And the, this Tacoma's that's twenty five nine. They sit a little lower. You might you might double check that also. All right, sir. Um, yeah, I'll call you later and ask what dealership I should go to. Yeah, eight. My number is eight three zero seven zero eight four seven eight nine. And like I say, oh, yes. every dealership. I've only got a couple that I'm not worried about the F&I department. But, you know, the problem is a lot of the owners don't know what the the F&I department's doing, number one. And number two, these billionaires are never at the dealership. They go in there one time to look at it to buy it, and maybe that's the last time they see it. You know, so they don't know what's going on in the F&I. And the F&I department is demanded to carry the load right now for the profit. So it's a battle. It's a real battle in this business today. So, you know, that's why I'm working so hard to get the word out, to be a mentor, to be a teacher, to help everybody understand what the battle is over your money. We keep score. This is a game. We keep score with your money. Thank you, Jimmy. I appreciate the call. Thank you. Anybody else like to give us a call? There's no dumb questions. 210-340. 9585. That's 210-340-9585. And my mobile number, if you'd like to talk to me, is 830-708-4789. Love to talk to you also. Answer any question you've got. Help you any way I can. Um, Direct you in the way that you need to go. Got um, an Acura that I'm selling that I bought off one of the listeners, a super nice vehicle, and working with the guy and trying to explain to him. And his daughter's going to college. And what she needs, where she's going, dependability. But, you know, they've got a budget. Everybody's got a budget. Warren Buffett's got a budget. Multi-billionaire. But he's got a budget. He knows what to spend. But, you know, 
I've had so many people say, Randy, why do you drive what you drive? It's not my budget. It's more I hate losing money. I hate giving money away. You know, and I drive what's comfortable and safe that suits me, and that's what I want. And so that's what I'm trying to teach you. Drive what's simple, safe, what you, you're happy with. I, a friend of mine, Haywood, he never drove a Grand Marquis or a Crown Victoria. He didn't know that they got 22, 23 miles to gallon. He didn't know how comfortable they were, how, you know. And, and you know, he's been happy with what he's driving. And plus, he can drive that car for quite a long time. It's not going to cost him any money. If I drive a high-dollar car and as many miles as I put on in three or four months, that car can lose thousands. Well, I don't want to give that money away. I don't want to lose that money, and I'm not trying to impress anybody. I, I get lots of times when I drive into these high-dollar stores and what I drive, the salesmen make fun of me. They're the ones making the payments on their vehicle they bought at the dealership. Now, they did save the, the big profit they try to put on the, on the vehicles, but they've still got themselves slave and slaves. And by that, I mean... They promised them freedom. Do you feel like you got freedom driving in your automobile that you're something special? While themselves are slaves to depravity, for a man is a slave to whatever has mastered him. You're not going to believe how many cars master people. That Maserati. friend of mine had to have a Ferrari. You know, $300,000 for a car? And the maintenance on it probably cost you 10000 to roll in there to get it serviced. A person is, now this is my words, it's not coming out of the Bible here. A person is a slave to whatever him or her believe that freedom means. You know, what is freedom to you? Being able to make all your payments and have a little money left at the end of the month? But as it means that you're doing whatever you want or anything you want, I mean, do you have the money to live the life you want to, to bless people that you want to help? You know, um, the book I'm writing on, the Lord's given me the desire to help a bunch of people if it sells well. And it's his book, and I think it will sell well. And it's his words he's bringing me, ideas he's bringing me. You know, Two years ago, three years ago, I couldn't have wrote this book, the first book or the second book. But the Lord's given me the desire, given me the ability, given me the words, and now he needs to give me a little time because I'm a little behind on the schedule I want to be on. So, you know, if you're doing his his word, his work, he'll give you that opportunity. But no one is ever completely free in that sense. Are you a slave to your emotions and desires? What about your opinions? But to your pocketbook and your budget. That's what we're tied to in today's life. What can we afford? We've got these big dreams. We've got these big ideas. But is your car payment stopping you? Uh, T.D. Jakes is one of my mentors. I've got several of them that I really love, and I tape a lot of T.D. Jakes. And he's wrote this book, Soar. If you haven't read Soar, great book. Really a good book. Uh, I've recommended it to a lot of people. And I need to send an email or a Facebook or something. How can you soar when you're tied down to your automobile making payments and losing money. How can you sort of great opportunities that God will give you if you're tied to the vehicle that costs you money, brakes? What man makes brakes? Trying to keep it up, trying to keep it running, making bad choices, listening to other people, not ready mentally to buy a car, and you let somebody else convince you they know more about what you need and what you can afford. That don't make sense. Here's some salesman that is an expert on your life, expert on what you want, what you can afford. 
Are you letting your emotions, your desires, your feelings purchase something that your back pocket national can't afford? If we submit our lives to Christ, we'll be free from slavery. And that slavery of desires and emotions. Are you a slave to your desires and your emotions? We want to soar. We want the best. You know, life is short. I'm 69 years old. Thank you, Lord, for my health. Thank you for the ability talent. Thank you that I still have sound mind. Thank you for the common sense you blessed me. Thank you for opening my eyes. But are you soaring? T.D. Jakes talks about soaring and doing the best you can and going that next level. But how can you be at that next level when you've made car payments all your life and you have nothing to show for it? I've, th- there's ads on the on the radio right now. I've got seven cars on lease. Seven cars on lease, and you don't have nothing to show for it after s- all those? Why would you lease seven cars? And I've been leasing for years and years and years. Well, evidently, maybe he can write it off. But like I've explained before, you can only write off your tax bracket. And thank you, Donald Trump, you're doing a great job. Tax bracket's going to drop down. So if you're at 35% tax bracket, now you're at 25%. You only write off 25% of what you're paying. This guy, this guy to be paying three grand a month on all those cars for him and his family, his wife and his children and his toys and this, that and the other, at least. And at the end of the year, thirty six thousand. What is he going to have to show? He gets to turn them in and get him a new one. Oh man, look at me! Ain't I cool? Well, okay, take my advice, Bob, and do whatever your little heart desires. But slavery. Are you a slave to your emotions? Are you a slave to your desires? Are you a slave to jealousy? They got a new car and I don't. My neighbors around me get new cars every day. Remember I get that, I say that five-second prayer for that death of that money. And that death happens when it goes over the curb. It's a used car. I got an 18 Suburban. I'm about to put my wife in. had a light accident on the left side. I'm about to put in it. The accident, the rolling off the showroom floor, it's not an $80,000 Suburban now. It's a $47,000 Suburban. I, hey, I want her in the good low miles. When I bought it at 700 miles, I put 600 miles on it, checking everything out after we fixed it. We put a door and a fender on it. We fixed it. But I wanted to make sure everything's right. I put seven, 800 miles on it, you know, making sure she's fine. I want my family safe. I want my family taken care of. And I'm in the business. I'm not letting these new car and used car dealers make big money on me. I save that money. But also I save it wisely But thinking about the future. What can I save today that can go to work, bless somebody, bless my family, bless it, being protected, being ready to retire someday? I don't, know, I don't think I'll ever do that because I, I tell you what. I've got that desire to finish this book, and it's a burning desire, but I've got so much going on in my life right now that I don't quite have the time, but I'm hoping that in the near future I'll have the time to finish this book and several others. What are you doing with your time? What are you doing with your money? What are you doing for the future? What are you doing for others? Are you making a difference? Are you picking people up? Are you in slavery to yourself? Is the biggest problem you got in your life is saying no to yourself? Do you say no to yourself in your eating habits? Do you say no to yourself in your buying habits? Can you say no to yourself? Or are you letting your emotions control your bank account and your budget, your health? We've got to learn to say no to ourselves. We got to learn what's going on. See the real life. I explained before Jesus Christ, I was looking through a straw at life. Why? Because my focus was on self, myself. And that's why I was looking through that straw. But I accepted Jesus Christ. He changed my attitude. He changed my, my sight. He changed my vision. He changed my desires, my emotions, my feelings. And now I'm enjoying life like I never did. Are you not enjoying life? 
Are you not happy with the decisions and the choices that you make? Is your mind so messed up and clogged up with self? Selfishness will clog your mind up. And the reason I know, I was that way. I walked those shoes. I can talk about it. That was me. But when I accepted Jesus Christ, he opened my eyes. He opened my heart. He changed my heart. Now I cry for people in need. I cry for people that's been taken advantage of. I cry for people that have been lied to. And you don't think you don't get lied to, spun, four-squared. I'm, I'm studying four-square and spin. And it's pertaining to the Bible. And I came up with a passage this morning that shows deceitful tongues. What is deceitful tongue? That's, that's lying to somebody, spinning somebody, putting them in debtor's prison for 72, 84, and soon to be 120 months. Can you imagine paying 120 months on a vehicle? Boy, you're talking about praying. You're going to pray that it'll last that long. You're going to pray that it's worth more than 500 when you get through. You're chasing your tail. You ever see a dog chase his tail? Do you ever feel like you're that way? Well, God bless you. Go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. It don't matter. Uh, you know, and we'll talk about diminished value even more. We'll talk about, hey, and just like I said, this Cadillac, these people have been driving it 23,000 miles with no problem, but it was a buyback. Why? Because somebody got buyer's remorse. Have you ever bought something you wish you hadn't and you look for a reason to blame it on somebody else? Blame it on yourself. Say no to yourself on the next purchase. God bless you. Go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. Call me, 830-708-478. I love you, San Antonio. God bless you. Forgive everybody. 99% of addictions are tied to unforgiveness, mother, father, or spouse. God bless you. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.